0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Hello everyone, this is former Houston Rocket player Joaquin Hawkins with Cody Davis and we are the hosts of Believe in the Rockets only on the Believe Podcast Network. Before we get started, we want to tell you guys about Aurora nutrition science It's a health and nutrition product that helps you get the vitamins needed for a healthy lifestyle. These are three of the vitamins that I currently take, Exoflex. It's supposed to help out with
0: joint pain. Curcumin works like Advil and is good for inflammation. And vitamin D3 improves overall health and assists with strong bones and teeth.
1: To try these products and more from Aurora NutriScience, go to VivaLifeScience.com and use the promo code ROCKETS for a 10% discount at checkout. Again, go to VivaLifeScience.com and use the promo code ROCKETS for a 10% discount at checkout.
0: Left to play, and there's Wall down the lane again for two. Leaning three again. Hola, oh, T-Ball buries it.
1: Once again with another installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, I'm your host, credential reporter for SB Nation, Cody Davis, covering the Houston Rockets, along with my partner in crime.
0: Former Houston Rocket player, Joaquin Hawkins. CD, what's going on, man? How how you been?
1: I'm doing all right, man, but I just hope that the Houston Rockets were doing better. But before we get into everything today, um, I just want to remind everyone to please subscribe to Believe in the Rockets on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. The Houston Rockets return back to action tonight after the All-Star break, after the All-Star week came to an exciting conclusion on Sunday. First and foremost, I have to say... Kevin Durant might be the worst general manager in history. I don't understand how in the world he allowed LeBron James to draft Giannis, Dame Dollar, and Steph Curry all on the same team. I I just don't understand it. It was a blowout, but of course, I always enjoy all star games because at the end of the day, for once, I just like to see all the all stars. just going out having fun um, and and just playing somewhat competitive basketball, but just watching everybody just go out there, have fun. I mean, you get to see Chris Paul catch alley hoops. Like where did that come from? Like that was nice. I I just don't understand it, but the all-star game, all-star break is over and. The only thing I did not like about this All-Star weekend and this All-Star game was the fact that for the first time since 2012, the Houston Rockets did not have an All-Star to represent the city of Houston. And of course, there was one All-Star on the court who would have represented the city of Houston if he did not force his way out to Brooklyn. And that, of course, is James Harden. And I'm not going to lie. When I heard the announcer say from the Brooklyn Nets, James Harden, I'm not going to lie. I got a little salty right there.
0: Hard dropped, uh.
1: <laughs> I must admit about that. But, you know, sticking with things in the city of Houston, they would have had an all-star if Christian Wood did not get hurt. And speaking of Christian Wood and his injury, the Houston Rockets have been in a downward spiral ever since. They are currently riding a 13-game losing streak. Their longest since the 2001-2002 season, when they lost 15 in a row. Um, Hawk, this was actually the year before you and y'all got there, by the way.
0: Yeah, I didn't have nothing to do with that, so you <laughs> make this very clear.
1: This was in the middle of the Steve Francis era, but the reason why they lost those 15 games in a row, just like what we have seeing with the Houston Rockets right now with Christian Wood missing all of this losing streak, Steve Francis at the time had missed, I believe, all except for three games of that losing streak because at the time he was dealing with some serious migraines that I believe left him losing like 50% of his – of his hearing um, in his right ear, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, as I mentioned tonight, the Houston Rockets are back in action, and hopefully they can end this dreadful losing streak against the Sacramento Kings. So today we're going to talk about two things. One, we're going to talk about, you know, what should the rest of the season for the Houston Rockets look like? Should they tank? Should they at least fight for a spot in the play-in tournament? And then later on, we're going to get into – you know, the the rumors that the Rockets might consider doing a fire sale with the trade deadline approaching on March 25th, but Hulk, right now everyone is asking the question should the Houston Rockets tank? Yes or no?
0: I'm not going to use the word tank but I think they need to rebuild completely. Completely. Um, And when I say completely, I mean, they do have some some pieces um, that they can kind of evolve around uh, Obviously, Christian Woods coming back uh, from his injury um, he's gonna be the centerpiece um, of that rebuild um, you know obviously would uh, um, only the depot not resigning I mean that that says a lot um, you know we got uh, PJ T- Tucker possibly will be get traded pretty soon so I, I definitely feel that it's gonna to be too I'm not gonna say impossible but it's, it's gonna be very 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 challenging for them to try to, to get into the, the playing tournament um you know what can you say they're, they're 11 and 23 now 13 game winning uh, losing streak and the last time what they had uh, a winning streak is when they had it was at six or seven six or seven games
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and that was over a month ago a month and a half ago so it's it's that time uh, to really definitely focus on the future and um, it's really going to be telling you know what they're going to do with Solace.
1: And right now, I'm not going to lie to you, it is hurtful to see the Rockets lose like this. I mean, I never thought I would see a day where the Rockets lose. 13 consecutive games. I mean, this is arguably one of the most winning franchises in the regular season in NBA history. And the fact that this team is currently on a 13-game losing streak says a lot. You know, this is a team that came into the season with some promise, even considering the ongoing drama that started with James Harden. But even after the departure of James Harden, there was still some promise because Hawk, as you mentioned, they won six games in a row. They had moved their way up to, I believe, the seventh or the eighth. Seed in the Western Conference and things started to look up. However, I do want to mention this when we talk about the Rockets in the losing streak. I don't want nobody to sit here and say that this losing streak is a result of Steven Silas not being a good coach. I don't want nobody sitting here saying that this losing streak is a result of the Houston Rockets not being a talented team. Why? Because most of this, matter of fact, the majority of the Rockets losing streak is just due to the fact that this is a team that has not been healthy since that game that they played in Memphis The day that Christian Wood sprained his ankle and in addition of Christian Wood sitting out for this whole entire losing streak and throughout this losing streak, the Rockets had to play without guys like Victor Oladipo, Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, Daniel House, like every single game, every single week, there's somebody new added to the Rockets injury report. And this is the main reason why they're losing. It doesn't have to do with anything about Steven Silas's coaching. It doesn't have to do anything about this team not being talented enough. It's just the fact that the injuries has really taken a toll on this organization. But at the end of the day, when you take a look at all the losing that is going on in Houston right now, it might be best for them in the long run. Because Remember the trade that the Rockets did with the Oklahoma City Thunder when they traded Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook and four future first-round draft picks? Mm -hmm. One of those draft picks, ironically, is going to be used this year Has a top-four protected pick. If the Rockets get into the lottery Mm -hmm. and their pick fall within the top four, they get to keep their pick which means they will have a great possibility to draft a guy like Kay Cunningham, who is arguably possibly the most sought-after prospect in this upcoming draft. But in some kind of way, let's just say the Rockets get healthy and find their mojo. There's a possibility that they would not get an opportunity to keep that pick because it's going to fall outside of the top four. So knowing that you have an opportunity to draft one of the best players in this year's upcoming draft kind of makes me rest a little bit easy knowing that, okay, the Rockets are going to be terrible. Hopefully they could continue being terrible, but My only concern about the Rockets continuously losing like this, as I said before, I don't want nobody putting this losing streak on Steven Silas, and I don't want to see him lose his job over something he did not have any control of, because regardless of what happened this season, first and foremost, this is not the job that he came into the Houston Rockets thinking that he was going to get. Remember, Hawking listeners, he thought he was getting a team that had not one, but two future Hall of Famers and two MVP candidates he's thinking he's coming into a team that at worst could be what a 50 win team yeah. he did not expect to go into a rebuild and you know I, I just wanted to put that out there because I hate to see some of the fans and, and some of the analysts put this losing streak on Stephen solace when at the end of the day it's nowhere near his fault uh,
0: I agree man I'm, I'm so happy to hear you say that I'm, I'm really happy to even more so that the 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 listeners you know they can go and uh, look that let that soak in um, Stephen solace obviously uh, we know this is his first year with the Rockets and you know his experience um, in the past um, his uh, relationships he's had with other players that have done really well other teams has done well um, you know that that can't take um, precedence of, of how this season is gone right now with the rockets i mean every week as you said something had changed it was uh someone getting hurt when the best players not being um on the team anymore um the, the trades i mean it, it was so many things that was coming at him and he had no control over that so I, I totally agree with that i really hope that uh the front office can can see the future with uh with him a part of that so you know we'll be praying for my man Steven Salas and um, and those Rockets. But yeah, I I totally agree. I'm glad that you were able to say uh, that we can't put any fault um, on on the head coach with this one.
1: And as of right now, as I mentioned, they're currently 14th in the Western Conference with 11 and 23 record. Now, if they can get healthy, I mean, I think best case scenario, they can make a push for that play-in tournament. They will have to climb all the way up to the 10th seed. And right now, There are only five games behind the Memphis Grizzlies. So, Hawk, really quick before moving on to the next topic. If you were Steven Silas or if you were still part of this Houston Rockets organization, you're you're, you're in this dilemma. If you continue losing, you know you're going to get a top four pick. You get to draft one of this year's best top prospects in the draft. You know you need to rebuild. You know you need some fresh new talents. So it's like losing is the right way to go. But as an athlete, as a coach, as an organization, you don't want to create a losing culture. You want to win. You want to do the impossible and prove people wrong and try to make that push to the play-in tournament. And God forbid, if they go on like a 22-game win streak again and make it all the way to the playoffs, knowing that you're going to end up losing that pick and, and might be missing out on the possibility of losing your next franchise star, you know, someone who actually played in the NBA and, and you know, you are a coach yourself. How would you go go about this second half of the season?
0: Well, you start with a goal and it starts with today. Their game today against the Sacramento Kings, they have to say for one, for our next 10, 15 games, we're trying to win X amount of games. And it's just that plain and simple. If you can't meet that goal, then you definitely have to start thinking about, um, you know, as you say, a tanking. Um, but I think it start with them just having a goal to say, okay, our next ten games, you know, we're trying to go, you know, and I, it may be unrealistic, but you got to have a goal. Maybe, hey, we got to go eight and two these next ten games. Uh, we got to go seven and three these next ten games. But it, it really starts with that because that is going to determine how your future is going to be. Uh, but you, you got to have a goal of how many games that you guys are trying to get under your belt uh, moving forward. It's 2021. People can acquire self-driving cars, eat burgers made out of plants, even fly to space in rocket ships if they have the money for it. So if you could do all this futuristic stuff today, the very least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT and T 5G. AT and T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT and T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See at slash 5G for you for details.
1: Well, since we are speaking about what direction the Houston Rockets should go on on the second half of this season... I believe we're going to get a clear answer on what direction they choose in the next couple of weeks. The NBA trade deadline is a couple of weeks away and is set for March 25th. And there's a report out there that said the Rockets are expected to have a complete fire sale with guys like P.J. Tucker, Victor Oladipo, Eric Gordon and Daniel House. The Rockets also say in return, they would like to have players, not picks back, which lets me know that they are actually in a position to try to get some good young players who can actually help establish the foundation to their future teams.
0: I want to see, uh, again, the Rockets with these next 10 to 15 games um, have a goal of what they're trying to do as far as winning games. Um, But at the end of the day, it's impossible to think about your future uh, without some younger talent. So um, I think in in, in rep- retrospect, they really definitely should start thinking about, you know, having some some younger talent. And uh, there's some out there. You know, the fact that P.J. Tucker, obviously, he's a experienced veteran uh, players like that. They, they're they're looking for other opportunities themselves. So uh, I don't think it's a bad idea um, to to think about uh trading or you know trying to acquire some younger talent and um you know the way the the Rockets' season is going now again it seemed like it's inevitable
1: yeah and the number one young talent that i would like to see the rockets try to go after is michael porter jr who currently plays for the denver nuggets and i would love to see him here in houston and I think the Nuggets are going to try to make a big move because their season started off a little bit rocky. And right now they are 21 and 15, six in the Western Conference. And I believe they are more so trying to get a veteran who can help them on both ends of the court, like Victor Oladipo and even like PJ Tucker, especially on defense. However, my only concern about that is getting a guy like Michael Porter Jr. is going to be kind of tough for the Rockets because. At the end of the day, I'm pretty sure the Nuggets will want to have a strong commitment from Tucker and especially Oladipo. If they make this trade, you are going to have to resign with this organization because I will love it. I see a lot of people talking about it, but my only problem is I don't see them departing from a talent like Porter Jr., well, Michael Porter Jr., that is, because we got a new Porter Jr., Kevin Porter Jr., who tore up the G League. I'm so excited to see him in action tonight on the NBA stage. But going back to Michael Porter Jr., I do not see the Nuggets departing from Michael Porter Jr., knowing that the two guys that they got could possibly be a, what, five-month rental, depending on how far that they go in the playoff. And I think if by any chance the Nuggets – feel that they can get a commitment especially from Victor Oladipo they would definitely pull the trigger on that trade because look Michael Porter Jr. has a lot of upsides to him and I think with him being in Denver especially a team who is on a championship contention team he really doesn't have the opportunity to showcase the promise that had him being what the third fourth pick of the NBA draft a few years ago. You get him to Houston, he'd be able to showcase what he can do alongside a guy like Christian Wood.
0: Um, and, and again, having talent like that, you got players that already they're hungry and to bring him on board, you know, it's just gonna make the, the, the team just be more competitive. Uh, and they need that right now. They need some young talent that can come in uh, with a new fire. Um, and as I said, if they can surround those players with maybe just a couple of veterans, Christian Woods being a, lot,
1: a little more healthier, uh, they can have a, a better and successful future. And to be honest with you Hawking listeners, of all the veterans who could potentially be on the move in the next couple of weeks, I'm hoping and I'm hoping that the Rockets find some kind of way to just keep John Wall because, yes, he's really good on the court, but you can tell that he is by far the leader of this team. And when you bring in all these young guys that we are talking about, this team, in order to be successful, especially when a young team, whether they have Michael Porter Jr. or Kay Cunningham or whoever the case might be, they're going to need someone that they can lean on when they go through their growing pains
0: let me say this man i I respect john wall so much more i I know when he was over in washington you know he had some um unsuccessful seasons as far as um you know them winning but he's always been a dog on the court and he came into the rocket situation um uplifted you know he was he was motivated and even when you know james left it seemed like he was even more um encouraging for the players and 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 just a really good look for the rockets and and what they needed at that time so I, i'm always gonna respect somebody that comes in and not looking at you know the fame or the glory or the the highlights you know he just he just wanted to work and you know from day one you know whether they won six, six or seven games in a row or as you as you as we know now they lost 13 in a row he's been the same john wall he's averaging 19 points right now and so yeah i i love cats like that that they, they take you know, their opportunity to make the best out of it. And they try to lead by example. And he's been able to do that.
1: And with that being said, that concludes another installment of Believe in the Rockets only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24.
0: And you can follow me, Joaquin Hawkins, at CoachHawk247. That's CoachHawk247 on Instagram and on Facebook Joaquin Hawkins.
1: Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.